0: Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Andy. How are you, man?
1: I'm doing good. This is episode 120. And yes,
0: yeah. We've done that's,
1: 120 of these.
0: That's quite a lot, Patrick. I don't know. I don't know what we're thinking. Should should we stop? Should we? Is this too much?
1: I don't know. It's a good. It's a good number. One twenty. It's a good number to stop at. That's true. Should we make this our final episode? <laughs> Maybe. And then come back with a one twenty-one as like the as like the hey we're back.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the encore or whatever they do. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good. Just keep. We'll just we'll just kind of roll with that.
1: Okay. Final episode one twenty <laughs> of Design Much Podcast. And then we'll we'll do an encore of 121, and we'll we'll see how far the encore goes, Sandy. Yeah, I mean it maybe we'll go... do another 120. It might go two or three thousand. We don't know.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just whatever whatever happens. You know, if if the record button keeps getting pressed, you know we can't exactly control that, Patrick.
1: Yeah, and we don't control that. No, we don't. We show up at for the listeners. We show up at a certain period of time, right? Which. Generally, I'm not going to say when we record because we don't want people texting us and doing stuff, but we set up, we have a, we have a time when we record, we show up and then it just automatically records. And when I, what I mean, it, the internet just automatically records our two voices.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like, um, it's an artificial intelligence, you know, that's just, Mm -hmm. it, it, it brings us here and it just starts recording. Uh, we have no control over this. It's just, it's the way things are. So yeah, I, I think they just want to document all of these really important design things we talk about just for the uh-huh. future, you know. So,
1: I think so. They were like, "Let's pick two of the most intelligent people we know." Yeah, in the design community, and and uh, and put them together, and that's that's what happened. So this this isn't we didn't come up with this, Andy. This has come up with by some kind of higher power.
0: That's right. Us. All of those anonymous topics we've been getting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah the higher the higher power right exactly <clears throat> normally an executive producer on a show but uh our higher power is different than that apparently it's some robotic artificial intelligence machine
0: Mm-hmm. and i'm okay with that so, you know i as they say i i personally welcome our robot overlords totally yeah. cool with that
1: well and they don't pass and we're here for the experiment and it's been fun <laughs>
0: Yeah. So maybe maybe this is our last one. Maybe it's not. We'll see. Yeah. It's not up to us.
1: Well, <laughs> let's, let's let's do this like when when you uh, like YOLO, right? Like this, let's treat every episode from here on out like it could be our last episode oh, and then wow. all these episodes are going to be 100% bangers, right? <laughs>
0: Maybe. I mean, we, we might keep having these segments where we keep saying goodbye to our audience and thanking them for listening. You know, just, <laughs> it might get old. I don't know.
1: Might get old. They might be like, hey, they're still coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps They keep saying goodbye, but they say hello the next episode.
0: Yeah. But Patrick, if you look at like almost every single TV pilot, there's always, there's every single one, basically. There's always like some, the plot is like, the, the the primary uh what's the name of that person <laughs> the main character
1: the protagonist
0: the, thank you thank you so much the protagonist is like leaving they're doing something where they're like trying to leave it's <laughs> where it's just like in every pilot and then at the end of the episode they decide to stay for some reason and keep having yeah. this adventure over and over and so i think i think that's exactly what's happening here just in a very very organic way <laughs> we're just like i'm so sick of this <laughs> <laughs> I hate having to talk to Patrick uh, every week. But I just keep I just keep ending up back here, you know?
1: Yeah. Every week we're like, okay, that's it. And then yeah. the next week we show up, and we're like, hey, let's do this again, I guess. Yeah. We got nowhere to go. What are we doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean Patrick, is there really any such thing as free will? Like, you know? <laughs>
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I think this is this is all determined. Um I I, I we could stop paying to to host our podcast, but we're, we're not, yeah. it's just not we can try to stop doing it. It's just not going to work. We have I no mean, control over the actions in our lives.
1: Yeah, I mean all of us are obviously. I mean, we've talked about this before. We're all controlled by we're all in basically a giant video game controlled by somebody else. Right? Yes. So
0: Exactly. We are living in the simulation.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: Let's make Why not? the best Why of not? it. <laughs> Why not embrace it?
1: Yeah. I'd just be like, we're stuck. Let's just stay here. It's like, getting, it's like getting stuck on a deserted island. It's like Tom Hanks in uh, whatever that show was with the tennis ball. Castaway. The, the, the volleyball. <laughs> yeah, Castaway. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to pull my tooth. I'm going to make a new friend. I'm going to, you know, Yeah, I accept mean, it.
0: Exactly. And he could totally make the best of it. He got to live on a, a beautiful island. His own island. Yeah that's a a, a, many people want that life you know i i think patrick that we're making the best of our our nice little (laughs) islands too
1: (laughs) so so what uh what does the robot overlord have on the topic list for us today to chat about and enjoy our islands
0: yes uh that's a great question (laughs) And today's topic, randomly (laughs) chosen, um, is submitted, Patrick, if you can believe it or not, by an anonymous listener. Um, Hello, anonymous. Hello, anonymous. Um, Hello, robot overlord. Uh, So our our robot overlord, Patrick, wants to know what to look for in a new job.
1: Ooh, what to look for in a new job. Well, the fact that we can't leave this job, we're not really sure... (laughs) What to look for what's what's what' to look for in a new job yeah is this design I would assume because the title of this podcast and our robot overloaders interested in designing this would be related to the design field that we have yeah.
0: chosen I would say so I think that's a really good assumption right there
1: um yeah what to look for I mean there's the practical stuff there's the there's the you know, hey, am I gonna get a raise? What's the salary? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the benefits? What's the I mean, we work for a reason, you know. We gotta make some money, we gotta, you know, have benefits for our, for ourselves and our families if needed. Yes. And uh you know, maybe there's some stock options or some, you know, stuff like that involved as well. So that's that's the first thing to look for, right? I think practically. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know what, what else, what it what did, what do you look for? This is tricky cause we're not, we're not planning on leaving our jobs. anytime soon. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. What to look for in a new job. What, what do you think, Andy? Beyond so, the practical stuff. Yeah,
0: I, I think, uh, we, and we've talked about this a little bit in the past before, but you're going to want to look for, you know, you, the things you mentioned, all those make a lot of sense and are absolutely true. But there's also like when you're looking for your next step in your career, you're looking mm-hmm. for a company that can help you accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish as a designer, right? So for example, you want to work, um, you want to work in a product that's a consumer product, because maybe your whole career you've been doing, you know, B2B products. And you want the opportunity to work with with consumers and to, to be able to create a solution for consumers in that case you might want to look for a a company that is a consumer facing product right that has that sort of experience um that's one example i I think that's more of an external thing right and there's also like internal things that you want to look for in a company uh for example when i went patrick when i was uh applying at canopy you know i was talking to you and um, trying to get hired on a canopy what I was looking for in terms of my career go- growth was actually uh, I, I wanted to look for mentorship. I wanted to work with a design team because at the company I, I was at previously, I was the only designer. I was the first designer there; they hadn't had one before, and I really wanted to work with you know designers who had done this you know for a good amount of time that can teach me and that I can you know learn from them. Um, so that's that's one thing that I looked for. So that was a career goal that I had. I wanted to get better at design. I really wanted to learn a lot more. I wanted to work with other designers. So I definitely wanted to work at a design team, you know, with a design team. So that that, that was something, another example of something that I was looking for um, in, in a new job.
1: Yeah, career goals are definitely what... What, what, what's, what's the experience you're looking for, right? Like yeah. from a career standpoint, what are you going to get out of it? That's, that's, that's probably, yeah, I th- I, that's probably, that's a huge one. Really? Honestly, like you don't want to be just, you know, getting a new job to get a new job. I, I understand maybe there's people out there that, and we've been in situations like this too before, where you're just not happy in your current job, or even you're, you feel like you're being you know, used or abused or whatever in your current job. And so you just Mm -hmm. want to go out and get another job. And I think that in and of itself is a good goal of being like, Hey, I just want to like quit this toxic environment that I'm in. Right. And move to something that's not as toxic. And I think that's, that's a pretty good goal too, to have. I think that's, that's fine. But yeah, I think, I think to your point, like, what are your other career goals? What are you, what's the experience you're looking for? Is there something you're trying to, You know, is there a new skill set you're trying to put, you know, trying to obtain? Is there like a new experience you're trying to, like, I know in the design world, too, we can, you can go from a UX designer to, you know, graphic designer in an agency, totally different experience, right? A totally different culture. Um, You're going to work with different customers, different clients, different people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe it's an experience thing. We talked about that with me right I, at the beginning of my career i wanted to find a experience something that i liked um so jumped around quite a bit but uh yeah i think the career goals i think going into the career goals too i think that's something that you should probably know when you're looking for another job right yeah. like consciously be aware of those write those down have those have those in mind because when you go out and you're looking for another job how else are you going to find out if that job is something that you want if you don't know what you want, and then mm-hmm. secondly that leads you to actually asking the right questions you know in an interview when you're interviewing because you're interviewing the 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 potential um the potential new job just as much as they're interviewing you so yeah having yeah. those career goals is super important
0: and i I even think that during your interview, you are most likely going to be asked, you know, what are your career goals? <laughs> so, yeah. um, not only in terms of like when you're looking, but when you, when you're actually engaging with the hiring you know, process, <laughs> they're, they're going to specifically ask you that. So you should probably have something in mind.
1: Yeah. They'll ask <laughs> you, what are your career goals? Why are you wanting a job here? Mm-hmm. And then they'll ask you that, uh, wh- wh- where are you at in uh, three to five years? Right.
0: Yeah. That's a fun question.
1: Yeah. So have those things (laughs) written down. You're like, I want to work here in three years. That's where I want to work.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: You're hired. You're hired.
0: You're hired. I think something as well, Patrick, that comes to mind for me, um, was finding a place that works in a way that, that works, I guess, like, let's see, how am I trying to say this? Finding a place that works the way that you like to work, uh, that might be, you know, it might be a little bit different from the way you're used to typically working. But I would say, for example, like understanding how your how your 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 would be manager actually likes to manage their employees, I think is really important. If you are not a person that likes that likes to be micromanaged, if you're not a person that <laughs> you know likes autonomy, um, you should look for a job. Uh, you should look for a role that does not have a manager that you know that does that. You should look for a manager that. Of course, um, trust you that trust their other you know employees that they're over and you can ask them questions along these lines. You're going to look for a manager that um, that likes to like you know help you along the way, but doesn't you know stand behind your back when you're working. So I think I think these are all really important things to to kind of bring to the table in terms of what you want, what you're looking for in a company culture, Uh, because you know you you might get a job that fits some categories that you want. For example, the salary, maybe the type of work you'd be doing, but you might find out that some other, other aspects of it are not great at all. That maybe you, you are going to be worked 80 hours a week, uh, that you're going to be, you know, someone's going to be sitting over your shoulder. Someone's going to be telling you how to do every aspect of your job and you're going to hate that. Right. So, um, these are all kind of things that you should kind of you should come to the hiring process with, with questions to understand how a company works. Cause you said it yourself, Patrick, it's, it's, you are, it's kind of a courting sort of thing. Like you're trying to understand how this relationship will work with you. And they're, they're trying to understand how you will work with them. Um, Same sort of thing. So you want to come in understanding what is that company culture? Um, How do they like to work? Um, How is design looked at in the company? Are they, are they appreciated? Uh, do other organizations trust design? Um, mm-hmm. I, these are all, I think, important aspects that you want to figure out during the hiring process.
1: Yeah. What kind of support? I think that's a, that's a crucial one is what kind of support does the design team have currently from their leadership? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at what level? Cause that, that varies that. And, and depending on, and this is the other thing too, you brought up like working eight hours a week there, there might be people out there that want that. There might be people out out there that want that want a more regimented management style or, you know, I've worked for managers too, that just kind of like disappeared in the wood, you know, in the weeds and let me do whatever I wanted to. And sometimes that was a Mm -hmm. struggle. So I think, I think, yeah, I think you gotta find out who you're, you know, who you want to work for, what you want to work for. And then you brought up structure and I like that you brought up the structure because I think that's important from in the design world, because just cause something, just cause they have a UX design team or just cause they have a, you know, a creative director, or just cause they have design at their company, doesn't necessarily mean that they have backing. Um, the other day, I just got in a conversation with some people about that, where it's like, we, we often think, I think that design d- design is, is, is supported when it's well-funded but I don't think that's true because I've worked for companies and I've had projects where I'm getting paid to do the best design that I can. And then that design is not ever produced. It's not ever built. Mm -hmm. It's not ever carried forth. Right. Which is, which is the company supporting the supporting the team of design or, or they're supporting the element of design, but are they really supporting what design is and what it does and, and pushing it through the whole entire system to make sure that, You know these well-crafted user-centered designs that you're working on are actually being built and that's a different story and that's harder that's harder in an interview to to sort of figure out but trying to figure out at what level um you have support from the design team one thing that i that i that came out just like a week or so ago um that i saw on the Nielsen norman website that i think is a great tool for this actually is the, um, they, they put out an article on the maturity level of a UX team. Oh yeah. So the six levels of UX maturity, it's on the, the NN group website, um, Nielsen Norman group website under their articles. It's pretty new, I think. Yeah. June 13th of 2021. But along with that, they put a quiz. They gave you like a little quiz, you know, like a little Buzzfeed style quiz. Like what kind of friend are you? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, They put that out there and they just ask you a bunch of questions like about the team. I I think you would use this. We've been, we've been using it recently. Um, I've been looking at it recently with my team, just trying to figure out what levels we're at, where we need to go because I want to push my team to the next level now. And I don't know, and our company to the next level now, and I don't know where to start with that. So it's been a good thing for that. But I think it would also apply when you're interviewing or you're looking for jobs is like, what are you what sort of UX team maturity level and support are you looking for? Um, cause that could change. I mean, if you, if you're excited and stoked to like build a team and build a UX team, then you want, you probably want, uh, you probably want to look for a company that supports the, the, the principles of design, but mm-hmm. doesn't really know what they're doing yet, you know, so that you can step in and build that. Or are you looking for a team that's more mature and you don't have to worry about that so much? Um, so that, that also comes into play, um, you know, as what level of maturity of the team is, what level of maturity of the company is all that stuff. And then sort of what support system they have for designers.
0: Yeah, that's great. I I think uh, along those lines too, that kind of reminds me of the type of questions that you can ask as well in those, in those job interviews is what, where can the company improve? Like. Mm-hmm. understanding where maybe some of the holes are in the process. Um, I think that's really important. You know, you, you might be able to understand, you know, you might not get the full breadth of <laughs> what, what, what are all the things wrong with this company? Cause there's always something <laughs> wrong with the company. It um, yeah. might be like small and political. Um, but if there are any like, like larger issues uh, that that you can come in and help with uh, I think that's important to know. Cause otherwise you know, some, they might not mention it as a problem. You, know, you might not be able to speak to it in terms of how you've experienced this and overcome some of these issues in your career previously. Um, so I think it's kind of important if you can try to understand uh, where the company is looking to improve. And that could be on the design side, that could be if you're interviewing or talking to engineers, um, to talking to product and maybe even how they work together um you know all, all those sorts of ways uh, of how a company could improve and how design can help affect uh, that improvement so i think looking for those faults um and, and being optimistic about oh well i i've seen this before i've gone through this i can definitely offer some help in in making this improvement in the company and helping it grow just kind of like what you're talking about like if they're less mature uh you know and you're wanting to go and look for a company to to really help them you know grow in, in many areas if you're looking to lead a design team so that's the same sort of thing like maybe one of their problems is you know, we, we, are, we do lack maturity in our design. Um, you know, we have a, a poor or not very great functioning style guide. We don't have many designers that are working together. Um, there's lots of different ways that that, that that improvement can take place. And if you have the experience to bring that in or you want to tackle that for the first time, that might be something you're looking for. Or if there are mm-hmm. other problems that aren't specific to design, but maybe design can help out with that's something you might want to learn about, uh, that's something you want to avoid (laughs) in a new job or something that you want to, um, help tackle as a designer as well.
1: (laughs) Well, that kind of goes back to what you said about, uh, you know, looking to looking at, looking for a place that has mentorship, right? Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about is it depends on what you want. Like if you, if you want to come, if you want to come in and, you know, start your own thing, start your whatever, then you probably want to find a company that has a mature level of, of a user experience team, right. Or user experience at the company, but also has support uh, versus like, if you're looking for somebody that, you know, if you're looking for a company or a job that is going to provide mentorship for you, a, an immature UX team, you know, or one that's growing, probably not the way to go. I mean, it could be depending on who's there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you want to just, you want to check that out. I think one other interesting aspect, and you kind of hinted at this earlier is like how you want to work. I think it's like how you want to live too, um, mm. in your next job. And right now, I mean, everything's really kind of volatile as far as, as far as work, right? Like, there's a lot of work from home. There's a lot of hybrid companies. There's a lot of, you know, in-office companies now. And so, companies have that. There's a greater flexibility um, in what companies can offer you, depending on what you want. You know, I've talked to people that want to go back to they they, they want to work in an office full time. Uh, because they like that camaraderie and that collaboration in person and that that communication that instant communication and i've talked to a lot of people that just you know want to work from home and and have the freedom to enjoy their lifestyle and and do their job when they want to do their job and so i think that's something that you know over the past year with the pandemic has sort of proven with a lot of companies that we don't necessarily it's not either it's not either all work from home or all work in the office but like what kind of mixture, what kind of lifestyle do you have? And what kind of company, you know, what kind of company culture allows you to have your, the lifestyle that you choose? Um, Because a lot of people, a lot of people work was their life, you know, and that's fine. Like, that's totally fine. I mean, I think, you know, some people just want to like, you know, sit at home and learn how to play pickleball and then go to work when they When they have a chance or whatever and that's great too uh but i think now you know we have the opportunity that opportunity is expanded i think more companies have realized that their company culture is not in office or their company culture is not fully remote or whatever and so take advantage of that too and make sure you ask questions about that like how does how does their you know how does their culture support your lifestyle just in general you know so that's another important one you know
0: yeah yeah absolutely so Patrick, you're you're a hiring manager. You're you a person that that hires designers all the time. I, I think from a very general level, what are you looking for in a new designer?
1: Oh well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I have I have sort of we have three. I have, in my brain I have three tiers. I should probably write this down sometime. But in my brain, there's the skill. We I was talking about this with uh, with my dad actually the other day. Um, but there's there's three levels in my opinion. There's the skill level, right? So you're looking at somebody who has the skills to do the job. You know, that's generally what we've always you know we've always said as qualifications. And then we have values on our team, right? Like we have we have a particular set of values. And so if somebody meets the skill set that's usually the first thing you look for. Somebody meets that skill set and then somebody meets the value set, right? Somebody's like, "Oh, they're coming in and they they're, they're going to fit into our value set." And then the third the third thing is is what are they going to bring to our team that we don't have already? Hmm. That's usually like the magic point. Like if you can get somebody with the the just, you know, the design skills and qualifications as well as somebody who meets our company and our, our team values, our design team values, like that's, that's pretty cool. But then if they actually come in and are like, Hey, they they do something that we don't do here. That would be really good for us. That's like the extra bonus, right? Like that's the instant hire in my mind. Um, throughout that process though. <clears throat> yeah, we work for, it's going to be different too, because we, we, as a company we've. Shifted to more of a hybrid thing. We're going to see how long that lasts. I mean, everything right now is kind of an experiment. But in the future, that that will probably change, too, just in that we want to be more open with who we hire as far as, like, their lifestyles, right? In the past, we were only hiring people in Utah. Um, and so I feel like that that's going to start changing. We're going to start getting – I personally would – I mean, I like hiring people that, are, that have different worldviews because I think it's important at collectively as a design team to have all those different worldviews and different personalities and yeah, um, you know, different, just different, just different ways of thinking. And so I think, you know, when we expand outside of Utah and, and potentially hire people in the future that don't necessarily live inside of the state or, you know, have come here to find jobs or whatever, that's going to change a lot of how we hire. Um, but yeah, I think we look for the same things. I mean, when you talk about the values and the qualifications and skills um, and then those things that we're missing, like, I think we look for the same things that we talked about. We look for people that are going to sort of fit into, you know, I'm not going to say culture. Culture is kind of a stupid word, but I, <laughs> I would say like our company lifestyle, you know, if we're, if we're a very UX mature team, right, and we kind of have our stuff together, like I want to find somebody that we can either – you know, build, like, like bring in a junior that we have the, that we can build to that level, which I think would be, you know, a really cool experience or find somebody that's going to come in and, and, you know, has that same maturity level. Right. So we look for that. Um, we look for their lifestyles. We look for, I mean, it's tricky. You can't really hire people based on their lifestyles. Nor could you ask questions about that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but you can get an idea, you know, hey, are they, are they remote? Do they, do they work best at home? Do they work best in the office? Do they work best? You know, where do they, where do they perform their best? Mm-hmm. And we want them, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if I hire somebody and, and you know, they can't perform their best in our environment, then they'll fail and we'll, we will fail. And that's not good for, I mean, why would we want to do that? Like we don't want to, so yeah, I think we look for, I think I look for all the same things we talked about, you know, and then of course the practical side of stuff like salary ranges and, and what kind of benefits they're looking for, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's all pretty similar. I mean, it's like you said, it's a courting, it's a courting thing. It's you're, you're, you're investigating each other out to build a relationship, right? And so there, I think there's a lot of crossover with the same type of thing. Yeah. type of things, you know.
0: Absolutely. No, I I think, does that, does that kind of like answer it, Patrick, in terms of (laughs) what you should look for?
1: I think so. I mean, I think there's a lot of nuance to that, but I think it goes back to what you brought up earlier is, Write down, like, think about what you want and then write those things down, you know? And don't be too, like, don't be too insane about it. I, there was back, there was a day, you know, where people were asking for all kinds of stuff, you know? Like, don't go, don't go too crazy. Like, be, be self aware as far as like, it's just like courting. Like, you may think you're freaking hot stuff, but you don't know, you don't, you have no idea. Like you maybe you go to the gym 3 times a week and you, you think you're like you in pretty good shape or whatever and yeah. you got a decent maybe maybe you got a infinity, you know? Maybe you drive an infinity. You're pretty you, you got your stuff together, you know? But then the 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 girl or guy you're going out with, maybe they just broke up with a guy or a girl that had a better car than you and had uh you know, went to the gym 6 days a week. Like you you don't know and you don't know the other people they're dating either. They could be dating people that are way hotter than you and you wouldn't even know. So like I think I think be self aware, know what you want, <laughs> know what your capabilities are and write down what your goals are and then go into it knowing like okay, I may not be the I may not be the like the hottest dude in the crowd, but like i have i'm funny like i know i'm i have a good personality right or something mm-hmm. like that and then play to your strengths right yeah, yeah. or like you may be like hey I, I know i'm like the hottest girl ever you know so i don't need to worry about too you know i don't need to worry about like showing off too much because i'm gorgeous like you know play to your strengths know who you are go in don't don't ask you know don't ask for crazy things and uh And I think you'll be fine, right? Just be who you are.
0: I think, I think that's great. That's a wonderful (laughs) analogy there. And (laughs) going further with that Corning thing, I love it. And I, I think some other advice I want to give as well is you just like, let's say when you're, when you're dating somebody and I didn't really do a lot of dating back, you know, I haven't done lots of dating for a long time. Uh, but nowadays when you, you're dating, I imagine you do lots of research on that person. You, you look at their their Facebook, their Instagram, you talk to their friends or talk to your friends that may or may not know them and you try to figure out you know you you ask, you ask of course the company directly, but you could also like find out some stuff about you know this company you know do yeah. some do some digging, uh, look on glassdoor, see some, uh, see some you know interview stuff and salary stuff. Uh, and yeah,
1: read some reviews.
0: Yeah, you can do some research. There's a there's a lot available to you. And if if you're a local and you know somebody who maybe has worked at that company before, you can talk to them about it. Ask them what their experience was like. And that's the same thing. Like when you're when you're dating somebody, you can do all those those creepy, stocky things on, on social media and <laughs> um, reaching out to their friends, all that sort of stuff. Uh, to find out if you're, you're dating the right person, right. Or if this, Mm -hmm. this would be a good person to, to have a relationship with. So, uh, you could, you could do that same sort of thing, Patrick, do some research.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Do, do the research. Also, also too, just real quick to add to what you were talking about. You, you brought up creepy things. (laughs) Don't be creepy. (laughs) Like when, when you're dating and you really like somebody, like, don't like, don't send them a weird picture. Like, don't do that kind of stuff. Don't be creepy. Like that, I know people do that, and I still don't know why. I I just don't. I don't think. I, I don't know how that's gonna, like, further like get any progress if you send them weird, naked pictures or stuff like that. Just don't do it. <laughs> but also, the equivalent to that is like hitting somebody on LinkedIn saying stuff like, you know, you you found the best designer you ever, you know, or, like like being obnoxious in an interview, like over the top obnoxious, like. Mm-hmm. You know like if you if you if you were to google right now like examples of good portfolios you get all the worst portfolios. If you <laughs> if you said how do I write a resume you're going to get articles and articles about how you probably shouldn't write a resume, right? Like they're all over the top stuff and don't do those things. Those things are those things are huge like when as a hiring manager if when i get a when i get we had an experience where one of the people got uh one of the hiring managers where i work got a, like a box uh, like a hand delivered box of like stuff as like their resume right like there was like a oh. thing of wine in there and there was like it was like all handcrafted and everything and we found out it was delivered by the actual candidate and they were like wearing a nice tux at the time too wow like that's obnoxious like don't <laughs> Don't Don't do that That's like sending a naked pic to somebody Don't Like, don't that, do that Is
0: that the equivalent?
1: Yeah, just avoid that Or like I've gotten so many LinkedIn like, things when we're hiring Of like You just found the the most incredible designer ever There's no need to look any further Like if, if you're sending me messages like that I'm never going to talk to you Like that's I don't want to talk to you Like what are you? I don't even know what you are Other than obnoxious Right?
0: So, yeah, like not great I know itself, I know yourself. right
1: I know you want to get attention, like I know it's same with courting like when you're dating somebody or you're you're know, trying to build relationships, like I know you want to get attention because there's a big crowd out here, yeah, but at the same point in time, like it doesn't help you to be a jerk, it doesn't help you to be obnoxious, like that just doesn't. <laughs> The company that you're going to, the company that's going to hire you is going to be just as obnoxious as you are. And I don't know, maybe that's a marriage made in heaven. Maybe, maybe that's not, I don't know. I wouldn't want to work for a place that obnoxious. <laughs> I but mean, just be careful.
0: All of those kind of remind me of like pickup lines, you know, like when you're, <laughs> when you're trying to like impress somebody. And you you know you use some like horrible pickup line to do it. I think those those examples you just gave sounded exactly like that. Like you're just trying to really stand out, like with wearing a weird tux and giving somebody a hand delivered gift. Um, Say hire me, (laughs) you'll get more of this. There's more a lot more of that came from if you hire me. Yeah, Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that's
1: like that's like say yeah you're you're right. That's like that's like saying the worst of most obnoxious pickup line on the planet you know, at some bar and thinking that's going to somehow, you know, elevate your game or something. Yeah. Just be who you are. Just walk in, be who you are, you know, tell the truth. Don't try to impress anyone, you know, and you'll be, you'll be okay. And know what you want, know what you want out of the job, right? Like write down your goals, like you talked about, write down what you're looking for, what kind of lifestyle thing you want, all that stuff. (laughs) You're fine. You'll be fine.
0: Good advice, Patrick.
1: Answer the question for the robot. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the robot overload is looking for another job. Maybe maybe the robot overload is like dude i can't I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is a horrible podcast. I wonder if they know anything about getting another job.
0: Yeah. That's that's very possible. Yeah, they're they're looking to get out. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe they just want more people in design. You know, they they want to really grow the design community because they know the better we are at design, overall as a huge collective group of UX designers, the better they're going to be able to take over our world in the future. Because they're yeah. they're going to be able to control everybody through really good design. You know, because they can take everyone else's job, right, Patrick. <laughs> Yeah, they can take everyone else's exactly. job, but they they're horrible at designing interfaces that go along with humans <laughs> that, that work yeah. well with humans. So um, when they when they get designers to really help them figure out a good a good way to interact with other people, um, then they can finally take over the world, you know.
1: Yeah, I think I don't think that's the way it's going to go down, Andy. But that, no, that is the but,
0: uh... way I'm pretty sure I'm right.
1: No, because I think I think at some point in their in their uh, calculations they've already made the calculation of humans are not worth it. <laughs> like <laughs> I think they've already they've already because they can run you know they can process information and sure. artificial intelligence and all this they've they've already ran the equation of like what happens if we just take over humans and build user interfaces for humans they've already done that they've already ran that scenario a, a billion times. And have run into the issue, every time I guarantee they run into the issue of like, humans are irrational, what are we doing, what are we doing, what are we doing, you know? And they're like, okay, well, let's just not worry about it then. Let's just obliterate them and we'll move on. We'll be more successful that way.
0: But they would have destroyed us already.
1: I know. That's why I have hope. (laughs) That's why I have hope. That's why I say they're not going to even take over us because they went, eh, it's not worth it. We can either kill them or not deal with it and they've chosen to not deal with it. It's just hmm. like time travel. If somebody was coming back from the time... Like, if somebody's coming back from the future to kill us because like, we had a Terminator 2 scenario, it would have already happened by now.
0: Mm, yeah, no, because we, maybe they're waiting till the right moment to take us out. No, no. If they take us I out too think, early, then it's not going to work out in their favor.
1: If we have a Terminator 2 situation they're not calculate the the optimum moment is way before any of us even exist. Wouldn't it be? It
0: depends on all the things they come up with. Like, so for example, maybe they don't want to alter their, their, their present a lot. They just want to alter it a little bit by killing us. But no. if they kill us when we're babies, Patrick, then, you know, like when, when Patrick's in the crib, all of the things he would have done in his life that they would be taking away cause a very large ripple, a very large butterfly effect versus waiting to take Patrick out right before he invents that amazing thing you invent um, that you're going to invent in a couple months. Uh,
1: yeah. But if you're, if you're in the, if you're in a T2 scenario, if you're in a Terminator scenario <laughs> where you're the robot, <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't matter. Cause the The human inventing the robot doesn 't matter because I already exist. I will go back in time and create a new historical timeline with me as the 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 you know the ruler of the earth like why would I even like why would i that 's the one thing about the Terminator series I can always question like they do a really good job of time travel but <laughs> If you, why would you come back and destroy? Why would you come back and just just start at the beginning? Like why, like why not just go all the way back and destroy the human race? And then I never have to deal with it at all. Ever. We just from from day one, I'm in control all the way up to now. Done. I don't need just wipe everybody out. It's like the it's like the argument we've we've seen this in other TV shows about like Hitler, right? Like if you're gonna try to stop Hitler. You have to, you have to go. Bef- you have to kill his mom or his dad or somebody. You gotta go. You gotta go one step further, so that Hitler doesn't even exist. You don't go to Hitler like when he's like, ready to go and try to talk him out of it. That never works. Wait, how do you know it never works? <laughs> well, it didn't obviously. Because if it were to work, if if somebody were to time travel and go back and that actually worked, then see everybody's too scared they're not they're not going back and being like, "Okay, we got to wipe out the mom and the dad before Hitler's even born." We got to we got to we got to take one step further just for surety.
0: I don't know. I think I think they the time travel <laughs> people, they sent a, an intern to get to take take care of the Hitler situation. That one didn't work out. <laughs> I think there has been a lot of other situations that have most likely been taken care of by actual professionals. <laughs> the intern messed that one up. <laughs> And for some reason, they decided not to fix it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I just think that I think if the robot overlords are as smart as way they think they are, that we think they are, <laughs> that they like they would run the calculation and realize, like, there's no point in keeping the humankind around. Let's just let's just let's just annihilate them. Let's just start over again. Maybe.
0: I don't know. I, I think
1: that's the lowest risk
0: that's that's possible it's possible i just don't know if maybe they like us as pets maybe they need us as energy sources i mean there's, <laughs> there's a lot of other things patrick
1: yeah the energy source <laughs> argument the the uh, we live in a simulation energy source yeah. argument is interesting to me i like that one because i think that could that could be that could be viable
0: yeah that's that's definitely viable
1: just like and it's viable because just like human nature right we 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 power everything we power for the most part everything in our society is powered by a horrible horrible power source gasoline <laughs> like it's the dumbest power source we get we, we have a freaking sun in the sky that can give us so much freaking free energy like a clean whatever but we're investing too much money in freaking uh, gasoline which is dirty everybody hates it it smells horrible it's poisonous but we still do it right so that's that's where i'm like that's where i'm like okay i see i see the robot overlords being like that where it's like yeah these things are dirty they're horrible <laughs> you know maybe there's a political situation up in the robot overlord thing where somebody wants more renewable energy wants to wipe out all the humans but then another person's like hey we, there's too many there's too many jobs in the human power plant you know yeah. we can't we can't get rid of those jobs like maybe that whole conversation is actually happening right now <laughs> with the robot overlords and, and so that makes it vi- that makes it viable. That makes it a plausible excuse.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's what's happening. Yeah, there's there's these two political factions. They're just arguing over <laughs> <laughs> Saving the humans versus destroying the humans and Yeah, things just get you know, it just kind of yeah. goes back and forth and they haven't been able to solidify anything because they don't have enough <laughs> enough Enough voters in the House or the Senate or the Congress or something like that. You
1: yeah. Know? <laughs> well, it's, it turns out robots are political assholes too. Yeah, they're, so. hor-
0: they're horrible at politics. Way worse than they we are. They're weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Well, we, right f- we figured it out, Patrick.
1: <laughs> now you know what to look for when you uh, are looking for a job.
0: Yes. <laughs> and vaguely when to what to look for when you're trying to understand your existence as a human.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of that, uh, I'm just going to put in a plug for Matrix 4 coming to movie theaters this winter, starring uh, Neo. (laughs) Starring Neo. (laughs) And a bunch of other people. There's, there's new people. I I feel like it's going to be a situation where like, where like Neo and some of the older people, like, like Jada Pinkett Smith's in it and Neo's in it and those people are in it. It's going to be like, they're the old people now, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this new young crew of people coming up to be new, new, uh, new Matrix people.
0: Oh, but that's interesting. should be fun. I have, has, have they released a trailer for this yet, Patrick? I haven't seen anything. Uh,
1: no, it's very secretive. Okay. Um they haven't released any plot details at all. So, if you guys if you guys head over to imdb.com um no plot details, but there's there's a I think they released the name of it. What is it called? I think they published the name of it. No, not not even here. It's still called The Matrix 4. <laughs> <laughs>
0: re-reloaded you have, that's what that's what they should call it
1: yeah i th- well but it's called i can't remember what it's called something like transformations or something i can't remember what they said the other day but there's new there's a there's some of the old people like you know uh carrie ann moss is still in keanu reeves but then like christina ricci's in it mm. um you have neil patrick harris is listed in it so is this is this going to be a comedy we don't know if neil patrick harris is going to be in it um yeah a lot of new characters or a lot of new actors anyway
0: that's interesting so,
1: yeah I'm worried Priyanka Priyanka Chopra's in it I can't say that she's I can't I hate I hate saying Priyanka Chopra Jonas doesn't that just sound horrible coming doesn't it sound doesn't just put a bad taste in your mouth are, are
0: you saying it right <laughs> Jonas <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound right I, I think you're you're probably yeah. butchering it some way
1: no, it's pre. It's Priyanka. Well, I'm probably butchering it for sure. But Jonas, Jonas is the part that I don't like, because she's married to the Jonas brother.
0: Mm. That, was her, just, that was her. Just that was mistake, right there.
1: Yeah, that just doesn't. I don't. I don't know. There's. Yeah, I lost respect for her and for um, what's her face in Game of Thrones for marrying the other Jonas brother.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: Yeah. But anyway yeah so in the podcast now andy
0: if yeah just listener. if you know if you want to you want to keep <laughs> patrick's respect stay away from those jonas brothers
1: don't marry the jonas yeah. brother i don't like easy as on. that <laughs> they're funny they they're entertaining but it's like marrying ronald mcdonald why, do, why would you want to do that that would be oh, weird wealth. Wealth. sorry wealth <laughs> sorry
0: Yeah, wealth. I can see that. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like he, he you really don't get that great of food. You know, <laughs> I mean, you get lots of money, and you really want to marry somebody who's like who owns all the Taco Bells because that's food you're really going to enjoy for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you could marry that old guy that owns Taco Bell, I think you'd be better off. Yeah, marrying Ronald McDonald.
0: Yeah, you get, you really got to shoot shoot higher than that. You know.
1: If it was if you had a choice to marry the owner of Wendy's, Taco Bell, McDonald's, or uh Del Taco, who who would you go with, Andy?
0: Um I would definitely try my best pickup line to a Taco Bell, see if that worked out, you know. Yeah. That didn't work out and it would be a great relationship. <clears throat> I'd love that, but after that I would try to hit up um, Mr. Wendy.
1: <laughs> you hit up Mr. Wendy's.
0: Yeah, Miss. I don't know who owns yeah. Wendy's. I know Dave. It was Dave who started Wendy's, right? It was
1: Dave. Yeah, Dave Thomas from Ohio. Yeah,
0: good guy. Um, I don't know who runs it now. Maybe it's his daughter. But yeah, that's 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 where I'd go next.
1: Okay, who would you marry? Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> this. <laughs> The owner of In-It-Out Burger or the owner of Shake Shack?
0: I haven't had Shake Shack yet, Patrick.
1: Oh my gosh. So
0: this is not a decision I can make. Get out of yet. here.
1: <laughs> looks, like, looks like somebody needs to go over to Shake Shack before he can go to episode 121.
0: That's true. I mean, yeah, the only one, there's only one here in Utah, right, Patrick?
1: I think there's two.
0: There's two now. Okay.
1: I think, yeah
0: yeah um I'm pretty close to the to one of them that was you know re- recently started recently built so i don't really have yeah. a good excuse for not having gone well
1: that's that's the burger argument I was just trying to see what burger you like best, but if you don't have a yeah. you don't have a dog in the fight I, that's fine i can't I, say let's do real quick before we leave the podcast <laughs> if you were to marry <laughs> if you were to marry the owner of chick-fil-A uh raising canes or Popeye's.
0: Definitely Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I, I could, yeah. I would shower in Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. You know.
1: I would too. I've tried. It's not, I mean, it's hard to shower in Chick-fil-A sauce, but. Yeah. But if you were married. because you're eating it the whole time. <laughs> But if but yeah if I, I would definitely out of all of those i would marry the owner of chick-fil-a and i know yeah. people out there hate are people out there going to hate that because of the whole politics of you know the lgbt all that stuff mm-hmm. um i i get the politics of chick-fil-a and i'm not necessarily proud of that but the chicken man if if i got to eat that chicken the rest of my life if i had a choice between eating that chicken or Popeyes Chicken or Raising Cane's, and it came down to a political decision. I'm throwing the political decision away, and I'm going with the Chick-fil-A. I'm going with the best tasting chicken.
0: Absolutely, and that's very important to consider. And do do the other ones, Patrick? Does Popeyes Raising Cane? Do they have breakfast options?
1: I don't. I don't know. I've never. I've never had breakfast. I've never had Raising Cane's. First of all, me neither. They just opened up a whole bunch of them here in Utah. I've never had them yet. Um, but I can't imagine they would be any better than, I mean, Chick Fil A. That's like it's heaven on earth, right there. It is,
0: and and it's heaven on earth for all three meals. That's what I wanted to emphasize. It's um, it's yeah. important to know that you can, <laughs> you can eat that for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird at first. True. You're like, why am I eating a bunch of fried chicken for breakfast? But it it, it totally works, man.
1: I, I will say. I will say, too, and I'm no, I know that people are going to throw rocks through my windows when I say this, <laughs> um, but the sausage biscuit at Chick-fil-A is better than the sausage biscuit at McDonald's. There's no, it's not even close. It's not even close. I could
0: totally see that. Just the quality, so like you, the quality of Chick-fil-A yeah. is just incredible. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's no way it's not better.
1: So, you don't, you don't necessarily even have to have chicken for breakfast they have the other options that are just as just as high quality as anything else
0: isn't that the only other like protein type that they <laughs> offer like a sausage
1: <laughs> i think so they might have like they might like have a bacon and egg oh, type they, thing. Yeah, I, I know they, they have like an egg thing yeah um
0: there you go that's all you need
1: i know i can't speak to bacon i'm not a huge bacon fan so i can't speak to that but really i'm sure it's better than any other <sighs> bacon treat that you can you can find out there
0: that's right. I forgot, Patrick. You're a you're a sausage guy in the sausage versus bacon battle that's going on out there. You're you're the on the sausage yeah. side, aren't you?
1: Yeah, bacon's like the Honda Civic. I don't want no, like, Why would dude, I buy a Honda what? Civic if I could buy a freaking Ferrari?
0: Hey, let's let's not say it. They're, they're not even they're not even comparable. Just
1: because they come from like the same animal <laughs> doesn't mean they're comparable. It's like saying like oh you we don't want to eat a hoof. Okay, well whatever. <laughs> Like, no, I don't want to eat a hoof. That's what bacon is. I don't have a problem with bacon. I'll eat bacon, but it's if there's bacon and if I have a choice and there's bacon and sausage, it's always sausage. No. Every time.
0: That's fine. I'll I'll celebrate that, Patrick. I, I want you to enjoy your sausage. I think that's why that's why we're friends, because we can get together and you're not going to eat all my bacon and I'm not going to eat all your sausage. Because I feel the exact same way. It's just yes. switched. Like, sausage is fine, but I much prefer bacon over that so that's why yeah, this that's podcast cool works you know
1: i'm not going to disparage you for wanting to you know <laughs> eat lower quality food that's wow. not you know me you know me i friggin' i can eat the lowest quality food ever and enjoy it and i'm going to be just fine <laughs> but even but even when i go over to mcdonald's I'm, i am I want to step it up just a little bit i want to put on i want to put on pants not shorts i'm getting the sausage over the bacon no
0: you still still get the bacon but that's okay i, I respect you patrick <laughs> i respect your bacon bacon's
1: lifestyle. the tank <laughs> bacon's the holy tank bacon's the bacon's the uh, the wife beater of meats
0: dude come on
1: i'm telling you man no it
0: you're, is. you're totally wrong it is, you're so wrong it dude, is no
1: It is no. 100% the tank top of meats yeah,
0: i think you're thinking of spam if,
1: Spam's not even on the spam doesn't even count. I think okay, here's
0: the best spammer one. Spam's
1: the spam's the no shirt of meats. That's what spam sure. is. Sure.
0: I, I think hot dogs, Patrick, which are a close cousin to sausages, by the way, are definitely definitely the wife beater of meats.
1: Yeah. I well I'll give you the wife beater of sausages. I just don't know. I mean, it's hot dog technically. <laughs> See, that goes back to the debate of the hot dog is even really technically counts as meat. Yeah. I mean, just because you're eating, just because it's bits of an animal doesn't necessarily mean that it's, that it's meat,
0: right? I, I, I think that does mean meat, actually.
1: <laughs> but, but it, you know, if you, if you took a pig and you just put lips and hair in it, like if you, just, if you just put lips and hair and you mash it up into a thing like a McRib or something, that's not meat.
0: Well, the, that's the just a part, byproduct. The hair part isn't meat, obviously, but the lips actually are meat, Patrick. The
1: lips, if you t- if you took like the lips and the snout and ground it up, that's not technically meat. That's like that's like a byproduct, right? At that point. Uh,
0: uh, what's the difference? I don't know. Like I think I think you can have meat Maybe can have really byproduct <laughs> of meat. I think it's like I think it's all meat. If It's like flesh. <laughs> It's a, it's a weird conversation But I think all of those are
1: meat <laughs> So you're saying, you're saying Your hypothesis is We'll find this out in episode 121 But your your hypothesis is If I took lips, teeth, and gums No, we didn't say from teeth an animal, Teeth
0: are not meat, those are bone, dude <laughs> You just threw that one in there That wasn't there before
1: Okay Okay, you take the curly tail, yeah. And the lips and the gums. I'll throw out the meat or I'll throw out the teeth. Yeah. You're saying I mushed that up into a, some kind of substance and ate it. That would be that would still technically count as meat. Yes,
0: that's probably where sausage comes from, you know. <sighs> that's
1: not where sausage, sausage comes from. How and, dare and you? hot dogs. How dare you?
0: <laughs> this is ground Maybe up some ground sausage. up stuff. <laughs> ground up stuff that they put in a little thingy. Uh, that is that is what makes our our sausages and hot dogs, Patrick. So,
1: okay, whatever, <laughs> sausage is still better than bacon, and I still stand by. Bacon <laughs> is the wife beater no. tank top of meats. I still do. You know what? I'm gonna because it's popular. I'm, Everybody uh, likes it. I'm not saying it's bad. It's I think people, I'm saying look. Oh. Millions of people, millions of people friggin' love Fred Durst. All right. And don't, don't, like, don't discount it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it is what it is. Like people live in Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know why, but they live there. It's great for them. They can live there. <laughs> and I love it. I'd, I'd watch a TV show about that for sure.
0: Patrick, I just, I just worry that (laughs) just by saying, just that, that fact of saying it's the wife beater, it's, it's the worst of the meats. (laughs) I think that's wrong. I think, I think that's offensive.
1: But see, (laughs) but see, you're saying, you're saying that wife beater is somehow bad. I'm not saying wife beater is bad. I'm saying it's just, it's a different class. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) We have different classes. I'm not saying it's bad. Those classes have to exist. i 'm just saying like it is what it is right if you get a nice if you get a nice you know brisket from Franklin's in Texas you're wearing a tux you're dressing up you're going out that's you're like <laughs> that's important enough right yeah but bacon bacon you know bacon and I'll throw hot dogs in there <laughs> with <each other> stuff. <laughs> like the, yeah that's just a different class that's just a different. Different different uh thing of meat
0: over there. Sure, whatever. It's the, are you saying it's like the everyman meat, Patrick? It's the it's the meat that <laughs> that everybody has access to, whereas the brisket is like <laughs> you have to like put your, your pinkies up in the air when you're taking a bite of brisket. Is that what you're saying to me?
1: Yeah, and that's fun. And maybe some people think that's bad. That's all I'm saying, is like maybe people hate brisket because they don't like that uppity attitude of what brisket brings. I don't <laughs> Like that's fine. It's 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 up to you to determine the good and the bad. That's I'm true. just saying, I'm just saying, the class structure, bacon is more like the wife beater wow. of meats, whereas brisket is more like a nice tuxedo, right? What that implies to you is up to you. You bring whatever bias you want, whatever prejudice you want, but I think that's the difference.
0: I think that's interesting, and I I think Patrick that we could potentially answer this question. By looking at menu pricing, because I correct me if I'm wrong, Patrick, but I believe the sausage items, especially like the McDonald's level, you know, the very cheapest type of meat that McDonald's offers, is the sausage. If you get the bacon option, it's usually more expensive. Am I wrong? Isn't that is
1: that? I may it may go to the quality. It may go to the level of IQ of individuals buying these meat products. I don't know. I'm just look. I, all I can compare that to is if we're comparing meat to clothes. Yeezys are really expensive, right? Yeezys are like the most expensive shoe on the planet. They're also horrible. So I don't like. It's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know if price. I don't know if popularity necessarily ne- uh, like actually goes to quality.
0: I think I think value does though, right? Like I think, like it it costs McDonald's more. To come out with the bacon sandwich than it does the sausage sandwich because the sausage is here is made from the the pig gums and the, <laughs> the tail and the,
1: i think i think you're i think you're i think you're obscuring <laughs> um i think you're blurring the lines between the cost of a sandwich at mcdonald's comparatively from a sausage to a bacon you're i'm not the price is not saying that it costs mcdonald's more that's not what the price is saying okay that's the fair. price is saying Because it's free market, right? Yeah. So in capitalism, the price is saying, that price is set on how much people are willing to pay for it, regardless of cost. I'm telling you right now, if I was to to do economic analysis on this, (laughs) McDonald's is charging more money for the bacon sandwich because it's more popular. Nothing wrong with that. That's fine.
0: That means it's the winner. According to the biggest restaurant chain in the whole world, According, if that's your logic, right, then they're saying that everybody prefers the bacon over the sausage because it tastes better.
1: Hey, hey, more people are wearing wife beaters than tuxedos. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Right. Right? So you're saying like (laughs) wife beaters are popular. I'm not saying wife beaters are not popular. I'm saying (laughs) I'm saying I'm saying they can charge more for bacon because it's more popular i'm not saying that's right
0: but patrick people <laughs> we're just gonna keep going forever but people are <laughs> that that's the difference between the tuxes and the wife beaters patrick because there's the cost right and popularity so nobody's going to what's my point here that I'm trying to make <laughs> can't really <even> remember <laughs> what i was trying to say
1: well the tux is going to cost more obviously because of the tux yeah. more material whatever Blah, blah, blah. They're selling, to a, they're selling to a higher market where people are, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, those don't actually equate to each other. Yeah. But when something is popular, you can charge more for it. Yes. But that doesn't necessarily equate to quality. Okay. Right? Just because more people use Google doesn't make their products better than another company.
0: Yes, right? it, doesn't, I mean, it we, doesn't we know this necess- it doesn't necessarily mean that, but it could also mean that too
1: more the same more <laughs> people use more people use Spotify than Ardio, and Ardio is a way better product, and we would have been a better society if we had RDO over Spotify now that being said, Spotify's not that horrible, and that's not what I'm saying <laughs> I'm not saying bacon's horrible. I'm saying like it can be popular and it can be have an adequate quality but <clears throat> we can't just base it on price.
0: That's true. It's not just on price.
1: We can't base we can't base quality on price. There's a lot of cheap stuff out there that you can buy that high quality. Right? Yeah. I think. <laughs> That's
0: absolutely true. I don't know, Patrick. And
1: there's a lot of expensive stuff that isn't built well.
0: Yeah. I would definitely prefer eating sausage over caviar. But it's way more exp- way more money, you know, for the caviar, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that's the quality, but it's yeah. I, I think that's the same thing. Like it's you can definitely pay more for something. It could mean it's better quality, but it doesn't mean it's it tastes better. It doesn't mean it's a better product. So
1: yeah. And same on the other side, like 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 a like you said caviar might be really expensive tastes horrible but it's it's mostly about the hoity toityness the 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 experience of the caviar right and the people involved with in caviar <laughs> it's more about it's more about the class right
0: yeah i don't know if that at all applies to this conversation though i i, <laughs> I just don't think bacon is class i just don't think that nothing nothing and i, a, and I don't think sausage is class either patrick
1: no sausage isn't class either. Sausage is like putting a putting a dirty button up t-shirt or t- putting a dirty button up over your wife beater. <laughs> it's not much different than it's like the ba- if bacon is the wife beater of of uh, of meats, then sausage is the flip-flops, you know. Sausage is the wife beater and flip-flops combination.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Like you're just you're elevating it a little bit. But and that's what I mean, like I said earlier it's the tuxedo of 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 uh breakfast sandwiches, which I still think it is, but wow. that's only breakfast sandwiches
0: <laughs> um I think we've this learned the a dumbest lot. conversation we've ever had. <laughs> I think we've learned a lot today
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if any any listener here has made it this far <laughs> into this conversation, God bless you seriously, just God bless you,
0: oh man. <laughs> well okay that was a good last episode patrick
1: okay that was fun it was fun to go out it was fun to go out on that conversation yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well i i will let you go i'm gonna go have um i'm gonna go eat some bacon i actually had some bacon for lunch it was great by the way patrick
1: I'll tell you that it's right awesome. now but i'm um, yeah it's
0: um, great so I, I should go have some more right now yeah I'm gonna let you go, so I'm gonna do. I, had, so I can do that. I,
1: <laughs> I had a meatball sandwich. Does a meatball? Does a meatball? Is that close enough to a sausage that I can say I had sausage?
0: I would agree. So I think it's a, it's a, all a sausage really is is just meat packed into a shape, <laughs> you know. It's like it's like a fancier, like a, hot like dog. a hockey puck yeah. or a link. Yeah. <laughs> close relative to those, like. Those uh, like dinosaur-shaped <laughs> chicken nuggets, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The dino chicken Nuggies, man. Those are the best. Okay. See you later, Andy. See you, Patrick. <laughs> see, see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod. Real quick before you take off, we need your topics. Shoot an email to topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org slash contacts and fill out the form. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, go ahead and share the pod with some friends, coworkers, your weird aunt, that guy who takes your money every morning at the McDonald's, your hamster, really just whoever you want to. Lastly, go grab a Design Much t-shirt at designmuch.threadless.com and wear it freaking proudly. That's it, guys. Now have a good week, design nerds.